What up, what up? This your boy G, your brother, your neighbor, your friend, your cousin. Your, uh, you can't borrow money from me unless it's tax time. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of Cut Different. I got my brother Tony in here. What's going on, brother? What's up, brother? What's going on? Nothing much. I want to start with uh, somebody sent me a message. They were listening to the show uh, yesterday, and they asked me, because of some of the conversations I've had on here about, you know, race relations. I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it in one way. I'm trying to remember exactly what he said. He said, I was looking at it one way. What if I woke up tomorrow and I was white? What, what would I do? And I responded, I said, uh, I'd probably just go walk around the mall. And I said that because I don't know how it feels to walk into the mall and not immediately be suspected of something. Hmm. I, I I don't know how I feel to walk around in public and and have that the, the the innocence of of other races. You know what I mean? That's that's attached to other races. Wow. So, and he just said, "Wow." Yeah. No, nah, the guy that I sent it to, he just said, "Wow," too. Yeah, because I'm saying, wow. <laughs> but that, that was just a thought. That was just a thought. So y'all had the uh, the Super Bowl last night. Man. The su- <laughs> I don't know if you want to call it a Super Bowl. Yeah, nah, I called it the Super Bowl. No, okay, it was, it, it, it was a Super Bowl. <laughs> you enjoyed it, huh? Uh, absolutely <laughs> not. I, I tell you. Some things that, that I'm just telling you, some things are obvious. Mm. Some things that we look at, um, which to me, we, people want to cover our eyes and make us think. You know how you they 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 got you they 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 camouflaging with their hand, but in the background something's different. You you watching their hands. Mm-hmm. Magician, yeah, like a magician. You play the rocks under the shade, right? But then, you know, it's something else really happening. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, that's what the Super Bowl was last night. Mm-hmm. Because when you really think about it, the whole conversation was about one individual. And, and, and again, I'm not against this individual. I mean, I think. Uh, I'm going to just say it, Tom Brady. I think he's a awesome quarterback. I really do. I, I think that guy, he could throw the ball. They give him, When he gets the time, he could throw the ball. So he reads the defense as well. But the way that game was played last night, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes acted like he didn't even show up. And how can it be that a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, and of course they schemed well. They 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 keyed on two two players, which I'm not even a I'm not even a a coach. And I would think I would know that I know they're gonna key on two players that's been giving us all our points. So they double team those players. So me as a offensive coordinator, I would have thought, okay, I know this is gonna happen. Add some more pieces. Come on. Yeah. But it didn't happen, so it just makes it so obvious that for the biggest game of the year, the biggest game of the year, 
that they and the whole talk was Tom Brady, if he wins a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. would be the greatest athlete of all time. Just his arm, huh? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Just his arm is gonna be the better better than all that we've seen before. No Muhammad Ali, no Jordan, none of that. No Mike Tyson's, none of that. Serena and Venus. No, nothing. Andrea Agassi. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Man, yeah, that's that's football for you, though. And, and that's also the politics of sports entertainment, man. Yes. They, they got to replace who, 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 who isn't showing enough gratitude for the positions they put them in. I agree. Yeah, so... That's just my understanding. Y'all guys let us know what y'all thought about the game last night, who you was rooting for. Did your team lose? Did your team make it? Um, my team was Chicago Bulls. They didn't make it, unfortunately. It's the wrong sport. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm getting ready to hold a press conference because I'm leaving the Bulls. I'm probably going to go to Charlotte. I'm going to just jump off, man. I don't give it 20, 20 some years, 30 some years. I'm tired. I'm tired of losing. But uh, come on over to Golden State, man. We'll take you. Golden State, it ain't golden no more. Y'all well, don't have none of y'all pieces. Well, that's all right. We we coming back. We coming back. Yeah. Right now, we just we just we re, we in the rebuilding state. Let me tell you, this Golden State fan, son. Clay Thompson is never going to be Clay Thompson ever again. Same injury on both legs. Is what? it both knees now? Is it both knees? No, nah, he had he had a knee. Mm-hmm. And then his Achilles. Then his Achilles. So he got a bad knee. And his Achilles messed up on the other leg. He's a spot up shooter now. At best. Well. At best. But in the league that they don't play defense anymore. That might be <laughs> enough. He might still be end up being the greatest basketball player we've ever known with the with with the the trend of things going now. <laughs> so so, I don't know, man. I, I, I like them dudes, man. I think those guys are. Of course, there's other players out there. I, I just, I just like the chemistry. That's a good team. Yeah, I like the chemistry. That's a good team. They play together all the way through. Yeah, I like the chemistry. Yeah, I don't think until them guys start getting older, they they really want to just strengthen what they have instead of switching things out so much as like they keep trying to revamp the team. Yeah, you had something great and you messed it up. They bench the bench was good, the players was happy with their roles, the starters were good, the players were happy with their roles, and then you go out of nowhere, you felt like you needed Kevin Durant. You already had two rings. What you needed them for? But that's just my play. But then you pulled Durant in and they won two more rings. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they got a total of three. I'm sorry, they had one. Right, they had one. So they won two with Durant. Now, this is the thing that gets me. And it correlates to the Bulls, right? Mm-hmm. Not compa- but, but kind of comparison. When you had a team, they, I believe the organization, even though Durant said he wanted to leave, should have did everything in their power to keep Durant. Even if it was getting rid of Drayvon Green. Because now, I think the apology was more important than that. True. 
even though, you know, I think Durant can be a little sissified sometimes. Um, he he deserved an apology for him outing him out in public. Oh, like absolutely. Now, I, I definitely agree, and I, I believe that the organization would have stepped in and really pushed the issue, I believe he would have still been there. Yeah. Um, even though a lot of reports came out saying he was being overshadowed by Steph. Man, Steph had took a step back. Because he knew, man, this dude, Durant, it, it, the dude is just an awesome player. I just remember, Steph never even had a great playoff series. Not still hasn't. Not one time. But Kevin Durant? He a ringer. Man, that yeah. dude is something serious. Yeah. So, but, but I go back to this. Why would the organization let that break up? Just like, why would they let the Bulls break up? The team that they had with Jordan, all it, why? That's hard. That's hard. You know, I got my thoughts on on the Bulls. You know, being broken up like that when no team in any team in the world, past or present, will pay good money to have a team like that. Oh yeah. And you let it go. <laughs> you just let it go. Personal what? reasons. Yeah. It, it can't be nothing but personal when you when you do that. That doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. But this is what entertains us, especially when we can't really go nowhere. <laughs> it's actually illegal yeah. for me and you to be sitting this close. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's uh it's ridiculous. I seen some shields that I, I like. I'll just off subject real quick. I seen it, it so it's a little pinch around the hole on, on your nose. And it goes down into like a little glass shield just covering your mouth and your nose. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I need to get one of those. I'm, I think I'm ordering. I think I'm going on Amazon. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's that's not annoying because it's just sitting in the area that you need it. You ain't got it all over your face. You, you can see who somebody is with that on. So I think I'm going to order. I'm going to let y'all know how they work, if they work. And, 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 and since you're on that topic, right, uh-huh. I want to ask you a question. I, I, I want to ask you a question. If the mask really works, why do your glasses fog up when you got it on? Because you ain't tightening it enough up here. You can still tighten it. And guess what? It's still going to fog you up. It's still going to fog you up. Yeah. So struggling with that. if your if your air is getting out, air is getting in. <laughs> Did you see the U.S. version of the N95s when they first started shipping those out with a little flap on it? Where you can open it up? Yeah, it, it lets air out when you breathe, exhaling. So when you inhaling, what is that flap doing? <laughs> Just staying shut. Man, listen, it on. So when you exhale, you know it's a recycle when the air is going out. So it's coming in and out at the same time. That is this. You yeah. taking the vaccine? Uh, no, sir. No? No, no, sir. <laughs> listen, listen. This is a worldwide experiment. Yeah. Think about this, right? Yeah. How can you push an agenda without making people think you pushing an agenda? It's still... A magician trick, right? Mm-hmm. I got my hands up here. You looking. Mm-hmm. But I'm really, I got you focused on my hands. 
but I'm really doing something else. Yeah, yeah. I'm everything, on your foot. yeah, <laughs> everything by control. So if I can control what I want, which how can I control you? Fear. I can make you fear. And what have they done to to most African American communities? Have said. It has affected the African American community the worst. So guess what we do? We have to take it. Are you seeing some of them stats? And it said, uh, what, 84% of black males of the cases are 84%. I can't remember exactly how that stat says. It's very high for black men. And it said it's largely due to our negligence on the virus, with the virus. Uh, there's a lot of guys that refuse to like wear masks, and I, I see some of that because I, I listen to the town halls of like you know. Did you see the one with the black mayors from a lot of states that that were largely populated by black people? No. And um, like the the mayor of like New Orleans, and mm-hmm. Chicago, and, like some of the dignitaries from those states were on there. I won't say they were all mayors, but they were saying you know just in conversation how negligent we all are when it comes to the virus. And you have a lot of conversations with people. You can see some of it. But the fact that it seems like, well, the fact that it's a majority of the issues with coronavirus are in the black community. Now, let me ask you this then. Who's taking the statistics? Yeah. But see... Yeah, and that's that's something else that goes into what you were saying. That's why I was trying to wrap it to. I got off track. So, if we put out this type of information, and you're gonna st- send this community into a hysteria, and make all of them think, in order to not be affected and be a part of this this statistic, I need to take this vaccine. Which they are, they have on the legislative floor right now. They're considering giving us money to take it. Why? Yeah. Why? They're going to give you money. And guess what? Most are going to rush to the money to say, hey, they give me money to take it. Why? Because they're not getting enough guinea pigs. I got two words for it. Tuskegee experiment. All over again. Tuskegee. And if y'all not familiar with Tuskegee, y'all should look it up. Not the airmen, the experiment in which they they had a lot of black volunteers some time ago. It was a long time ago. I don't want to call out the years. It was between the 50s and the 60s, right? Or oh. earlier. Was that earlier? I think it might have been earlier. It, it could have been earlier than that. And they had syphilis. They were injecting them with. They injected them with syphilis and made them think that they were also treating it. And they weren't. They were giving them, like, sugar pills. And they were just watching all the symptoms of syphilis play out. That's it. Exact same thing. Now, I want you just, I want you, I want everybody just think about this. Let's just be logical. Let's just think logical. Don't think nothing else. Just think logical, right? Look at this. If, if, if I, if, if I give you something and and I say okay it's an emergency vaccine so I go to 
and and I get this approved as an emergency. That means it doesn't have to be approved by was the FDA. It doesn't have to be approved. The FDA get paid off every day. Right, but look at this. So therefore, it's an emergency though. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be approved. So all we're saying is it's pretty much a trial. Yeah. So think about a trial. A trial is they pay people to take trials because they want to see what? The effects of it. Because they don't know the effects of it. Now, if you let's go back a little bit. How long has the coronavirus been around? President Obama, he was dealing with the coronavirus, already thinking about how can we get something for the coronavirus. Why? How long has that been? So now all of a sudden, the coronavirus is here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been on the back of uh, dogs get treated for coronavirus. It's in the vaccines. And that's been around years. And trials, uh, I think Dr. Bartlett, if you ever look at him, Dr. Bartlett was telling about trials that they done. If, if I'm not mistaken, it's Dr. Bartlett. Or it might be another gentleman. But there, there was a trials that's been done on animals. But none of the animals have actually survived. So that's why they can make an emergency and give it to people and wait on the effects. We don't they already know. They don't know how it's gonna do a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. Is all the women gonna be able to not get pregnant again? Because the whole thing is there's a stop out. The, the, the human race. So if you can't have no get pregnant, that means you can't have no males. So then, guess what? Nothing can continue. It's a magic trick. Yeah. Population control. Population control. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot going on with that. I, I look at things like the fact that it has to be done in two doses, and just from my I'm not a doctor, but just from my my logic, the first dose is to prepare your body for the change it's about to make with the second dose. If you have to give me a vaccine, no other vaccinations that I know of are done this way. If it's truly ready, if it's truly ready for the public, would it be two doses? (laughs) You know what I mean? Because it's not ready. And they forgot all of They, they kind of, when they first started doing the trials of the coronavirus, I think we all kind of just forgot about the first hundred people that they were trying it out on. I think they did two phases of that. And one of those phases, the same vaccine that people are taking now, this is that vaccine that they tuned up a little bit. And that, I think they like the results they got off this, this particular one because... We forgot that it was reports that they shut off, that two or three of those people died. And they shut it down because more than 50% of them got severely sick. But two casualties and more than 50% of the trial didn't go the way that they wanted, so they shut it down. After you do a trial like that and then you shut it down, then you come back with the vaccine I think they were just, they settled for the results they got before. 
They said after the people got severely sick, they were fine afterwards. This is a live culture of coronavirus they are actually injecting you with. This is a killer. I don't care what medicines you put in there. No, I, I don't know a whole lot about science, but you can't control what it does to each individual. Absolutely. So, on that note, I'm out too. And I hope y'all do y'all research for the ones that feel like they should. More power to you. That's it. Yeah. More power to you. There's some, some other effects to uh, coronavirus, this little pandemic that we in. Uh, the divorce rate. Israel, sky high. Suicide rate. Suicide, yeah. Suicide. Depression. Why? Because they telling everybody, they they got everybody so fear, fear, stay home. Don't get out. Now, I want you, let's just look at the logic of it, right? Your body was meant to, as much as you've been walking around on the earth, all these, all these uh, stuff been out in in the air. It's been here. So you tell me, God has not created our body as the best cure for itself. He don't you think all these this, this, these germs are they've been out here? Yeah. So we've been inhaling them, and guess what? The body, the immune system fights them off, yeah. right? Now, let's just look at this. Now what we want you to do is cover your face and co- so you can't now ingest, you can't get no type of, uh, uh, what do you call it, viruses or whatever. In, uh, Toxins. Uh, yeah. So, so now you can't get no bacteria in. So now your body is trying, okay, I'm not getting nothing in. Now we give you the vaccine. So now... When it come time, take the mask off. And everything that's out here now, you're going to inhale it. Mm-hmm. And now your body going to say, oh my God, what is this? Yeah. And that's when you're going to start probably seeing people, boom. Because they don't know what the coronavirus, the vaccine, corona they put in you. How is it going to interact with another virus coming in? You see? So now people are going to be, boom, probably falling dead somewhere. And yeah, they got different strands of this thing. they only fighting one strand. It's, it's crazy. I heard another doctor say something about the fact that, you know, we keep vaccinating everything. All you're doing is making all the viruses stronger. And another thing, the viral warfare was real during the numb times and even before that. I don't naturally, and this is my conspiracy thought, <laughs> so I'm throw it out there just so y'all get it. Um, that's not a natural thing. This is definitely man-made. This is man-made, so even if this is a cure, they had it already anyway. You come up with, with the antidote when you create, you know what I mean, the chemical, uh, the, the sickness. Yeah. So you want to do that, and for a lot of failing, if you look at the stock market pre-COVID, a lot of the companies that are, like, really blowing up right now, they were suffering. They were suffering. A lot of these medical companies were suffering. They were almost, Pfizer was in trouble. Madonna was in trouble. 
I ain't always in trouble. You know what I mean? All of them were in trouble. So it, it's just something to think about. Something to think about. So with the... Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. So with the divorce rates, getting back to that, talking to different people on, on what they're realizing now that they're stuck. They're, in their mind, they're stuck in the house of their wife now. Mm-hmm. Stuck in the house of their husband. Yeah. And now they're seeing, getting a chance to see what kind of relationship they really have. And one of the things that a lot of guys keep coming up with, and a lot of older guys too, is that they believe that they are biblically supported when it comes to their wife obeying them. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, my thing is, okay, they're getting a bit, and most of them going to the scripture that we all know about. That one verse, yep. That one verse, and, and I just want to read the one verse because it's 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 in here. Mm-hmm. It's it's in the Bible, and that one verse that says wives. Uh, what hold is on, it? hold on. Let me do this. I've been waiting all my life to do this. Read. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, read. Read. <laughs> Uh, that came out of Ephesians. This is where they're getting it. Ephesians what? Ephesians 5. And uh, verse 22 where it says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. But they forget about everything above it and everything beneath it. Yeah. What's the one above it? Okay. The one above it said, Submitting to one another in the fear of God. So, first of all, when you look at this, you're like, okay. So, it had to be something before. It had to be something. Be, what was he talking about the whole thing? Yeah. It, and yeah. It, it's not just saying, hey, your wives, you better do everything your husband says. Okay. And, and if we want to take it there, okay, let's say that. Let's just say that. Right? Mm-hmm. So, now let's pop to the verse because you got to do it in the whole context of the scripture, right? Yeah. Everything you're talking about. But when you look at this, right? It says, really, if you go back to 17, it said, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what is the will of the Lord. <laughs> what is his will? Yeah. Not that somebody have dominion over somebody else. That ain't what he taught. That ain't what his will is. No. His will is when you talk about husband and wife, we're supposed to be as what? One. One. So how can you say, oh, you do this, you do that. But you got to be, look at this. I, I just want to, I, I just, because this is so important. When they say submit, right, what does that word really mean? It means to yield, right? Mm-hmm. So now you got to yield to something. And, and yielding means to give forth or produce by a natural process. So it got to be, and, and in that natural process, in the return of cultivation. So that natural process, so it returns a cultivation so they can be cultivated or they can be developed or improved, right? That's what that means. Yeah. So now, what is the natural process? The natural process is something that a wife has already seen or has been embedded in her, right? Because she can't bring out something that's not natural. Right. She can't, she can't do it. 
No, no, not if it's natural. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it gotta come natural to her. But guess what? The verse below, when it says submit one another, she looking at you, the male. So if the male ain't doing something that's natural, that's wholesome and unto the Lord, guess what she gonna do? The same thing as you do, Joker. So you ain't doing it, I ain't doing it. That's what it's saying. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you ain't submitting to God? Right. Neither I ain't going to submit to you because you're supposed to be submitting to God. Then I submit to you because guess what? If you submit to God, you're going to love me like I'm supposed to be loved. As it says after that verse. Right. As it says after that verse. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But if you don't do that, guess what? She's going to be rudely. Yeah. Because you rudely. You think you something, you ain't even got control of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them verses in the Bible can't be used. You can't weaponize verses in the Bible. <laughs> a lot of people do what? that. A lot of people do that. And and if you're out of line, well, it's it's the thing that I, I say when it comes to parenting. If you're not on time with God and she's not on time with God, your marriage is off schedule. Yes. So... You, you can't be sitting there, you're not doing all the things you're doing. Just to break it down, fellas, if you're not doing all the things you should be doing as it pertains to your marriage, as it pertains to your relationship with God, how do you make demands biblically if you out of line? You know what? And this is how you do it. Just like you just said, you weaponize mm-hmm. the scriptures. Yeah. You weaponize the Bible. You use the Bible as a weapon. Yeah. It, he he's not using it as a weapon. The Bible is all predicated on God and Christ and the love he had for us. And that love he wants us as men to put that toward our wife. Now let's let's look at this. Let's let's just look at let's go back to Genesis, right? Let's just plot back. Okay. When we was in the garden, Adam and Eve, check this out now. Because the man is the head, right? That's what that's what you're saying. I'm the man. I'm the head. Now, the woman, Eve, ate of the fruit, right? But guess what? She said, Adam, here. Now, he was the one gave the commandment to God gave it to Adam, right? Guess what? They didn't know they was naked until when? Until Adam ate. Oh, until Adam ate. Yep. You see that? Yeah, yeah. So, if you ain't doing what God tell you to do, everything going to be out of whack. Look what happened. Yeah. So, if Adam was doing what he was supposed to do, regardless of what Eve did, he could have brought her back in. Come on. Come yeah. on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's man. That's, that's good right there. Because she really looked, good. she looked at him. Uh-huh. To be the one that, to really reel her back in. Yeah. But what did he do? Then he blamed God, the woman you gave. Yeah. Nah, brother. I gave a commandment to you. All you had to do was stand up as a man and guide your household. And God ain't took blame for that ever since. You pick her. <laughs> <laughs> you pick her. <laughs> and I'll bless her. That's yeah. my job. <laughs> yeah, you be you right. Yeah. Because what did he say? A man that finds a wife finds a good thing. 
Now, in the dating world, there's a lot of confusion about that right there, a man that find her for wife. Okay. They think a lot of women feel like a guy should pretty much do all the work when it comes to finding a wife. Finding a wife to me means I just tell you what I get from it. Okay. What I get is when I when I know in my heart and in my mind and my soul is cool with it that this is the woman for me. I'm gonna get on my knee and ask this woman to marry me. All the stuff prior to that is done mutually. I'm gonna show you I like you. You show me you like me. There's no you only call me and ask me out, and you saw me. And especially in the city like the major cities like Atlanta, it's twenty five to one. I might not notice you at the gas station. If you notice me, it's okay to honk the horn, say hey, how you doing? Or just speak. If you get my attention and I and I see that I, I'm feeling you too. I'm gonna talk to you too. And we might form a friendship, but if you notice me and you feel like because it's a man's duty to speak to you, which has nothing to do with finding a wife. No. Because think about it, brother. Think about it. When you find something, you got to search it out. Mm-hmm. Right? In order to find it, you got to search it out. So what this is saying is, in your dating, in your courting stage, you finding out everything about each other. The male is looking at and finding. Because when they go to intimacy, people always think sex. That ain't intimacy. Intimacy is finding deeply what that person is about. Mm-hmm. It, see, cause once you get sex involved, all that go away. Because yeah. you don't even look no more. All you talking about, we just want to have sex. And you 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 bypass all the negative and the thing the the red flags that we say that we see because those go away because now sex has become the dominant and not you really searching out intimacy about who that person is what do they like you don't care no more you don't care no more no and I've committed that I've done that I've been that guy that. that that does that you you have all these thoughts you want to tell everybody in the world hey i met the best woman in the world <laughs> i think this is the one for me uh-huh. you go away for a weekend you have sex you come back on the way home you driving like you know you used to love that hand on the shoulder prior to this trip <laughs> like she rubbing your shoulder she want to hold hand while you driving that was awesome you ain't you ain't think nothing of it now, right. after you don't have sex with this woman, and y'all get in the car and you're riding back home. Like, can I have my hand back, please? <laughs> like, why you got to touch on me like that? Why, why, you know I'm driving? You know what I mean? You start ignorant arguments like that. But anyway. <laughs> but that's true. Yeah. You, you lost focus. It's not special anymore. Right. Because you skipped some steps. You skipped some steps. Yeah. And, 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 and a, lot of, a lot of it is like that now. Because of the way society is right now. It, it's, and, and I tell you this. Hollywood really promotes it so bad that it's, it's, it's almost ridiculous. I'm, I'm going to give you a good example. The Super Bowl, I, since this came up, they got Michael B. Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lady. She's married. This is a commercial. 
And she is looking out the window. She's in her office and she got people behind her. She's looking out the window and she's saying something. And it's an Amazon commercial. It's so crazy. Nothing to do with Amazon to me. And she's looking at and she's just fascinated by Michael B. George. She married. So then they show her at her house. And she's in the kitchen. And Michael B. Jordan, his silhouette is there. He's talking to her. He got his eyes glowing. And she's just fascinated. Oh, like, oh, my goodness, Michael B. Jordan. You know, she married. Mm-hmm. Lusting for another man. They promoting this. Oh, yeah. Hold on. <clears throat> then they in the tub. Michael B. Jordan sitting in the tub with her. She on one side, he on the other side. And she just, uh, and her husband outside saying, somebody else need to get in the bathroom too. Like, it's ridiculous. And I'm like, this is Super Bowl where everybody can see. Millions of people are looking and they're promoting sexual immorality or cheating on your, pretty much cheating on your husband on TV and it's okay. And that's the way society now has it, where they have taken marriage and made it like it is nothing. Yeah, it's a piece of paper. It's a piece of paper. Yeah, and they and and just to point out something else, they 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 chose the characters they wanted to choose to display that type of behavior. Because when I look across the board, I don't see that promotion so heavy. Oh, got you. I don't. I don't see. Got that. you. Yeah. Yeah. But but we the run, ones running around here. It's a sad day. I always thought it was going to be a sad day when I hear men start saying, I don't need a woman. Where she work at? Can I get some money off of her? I'm like, sound like the women in the 90s right now, dude. You, you, what's, what's wrong with you? You all right? But a lot of men and a lot of women are saying, I don't need a man. I don't need a woman. Yeah. Why is that? Because they want this thing... To be so turned around. Again, we're talking about marriage. We're talking about divorce. And that's why divorce is so high. Because the whole thing about marriage, it's not about the paper. It's not even about... It's really about the commitment. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want you to commit to nothing. Right. And if I can get you to never commit to anything... You will never really be successful with anything because you're always going to be jumping. Oh, I got this. So you get the money, but you don't have this. You know, you don't have. See, this is so crazy. Why is it? And people think money is the is the is the all be all everything. So why is it that people that have a lot of money commit suicide? Mm-hmm. They got the money. Yeah. They're lonely. There's something missing, and that brings us back to this. It brings us back to God. That's really what you're missing. Yeah. Because everything is in him. And what happens to to divorce right now is we don't want to work on it. No. Because it's easier enough for me to, like you just said, I can do this on my own. Yeah, we're all islands now. 
we are islands. And that's what they want. They don't want you to be together. They want you to be separate. Because if I could get you separate, then I could destroy you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, separation from the pack. I'm going to go after the weakest one, the one that's alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. You when, you when you think about things, when when it comes to marriage, I had so many thoughts when you were talking about that. When it comes to marriage, though, it's like, I don't I don't get how we have to go through all these different changes just to just to see if we even want to commit to something like that, you know? Because commitment says it's it's about your character, and and if you don't, if you take God all the way out of the equation, that's just x out, just 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 having the faith to 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 uh, to believe in God. And all that. Everything about God is good for you. Just taking out just the religious aspect of it. Yeah. Everything that. that He wants for us, all good things. That's right. He wants you to be in committed relationships, just like He wants you to be in a committed relationship with Him. He wants you to be be a man of, of honor, a woman of honor. He wants you to be 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 steadfast and who you know who you are. Stand for something. You know what I mean. Be a, be a good friend, be a good brother, be a good son, mother, daughter, cousin. You know what I mean? He just wants you to be good to people, and let, and people going to be good to you as well in, in return. Right. Or, or not in return because it's not a transactional thing. That gotcha. whole treat people like, they treat, uh, like you want to be treated isn't transactional. That's saying, I'm going to treat you this way regardless of how you treat me. Yes. And if you take that attitude into your marriage, we'll be all in a better place, man. Into your relationships. Take that with you. (laughs) But, you know, you you have a lot of holy rollers that that they don't tell you when they go to court over over child custody issues, child support issues, um, divorce and marriage counseling. They don't tell you how much of a butt they acting in those situations. That whole, the sister that's running up the aisle and the brother that's that's all praises to God. The way that they act outside of those arenas of church and and Bible studies, and you know, when, when, whenever we choose to congregate with other members of of, of this life, they don't have the same behavior. They act just like the world when it comes to that, and I feel like the world has been attacking everything God and marriage is one of those institutions. So they they diluting how important it is. To even have a marriage, and I always say that marriage is the first, and, and it, it is the first ministry to me. Without Adam and Eve, yeah, and 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 that's right. That was that was a part of that was a form of worship. That was a part of your faith. You know what I mean? Staying together, being together, and and, and mothering and fathering this world and your children. That's part of your faith. That's part of exercising your faith. So if I destroy one of the most important unions, wow. it's easy for me wow. to take out everything else in this. Wow. Wow. That's that's, 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 wow. That's a lot said. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm saying it right or you wrong are. or anything, but it's easy once you destroy that, 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 the importance of that. Because he could have started with, he could have started the world with a church. He could have started the world any kind of he any kind of way he wanted. He chose to do it through man and wife. That's right. That's right. 
That union. Yes. That union. He chose that union instead of just two homeboys kicking it, trying to build up the world. You know what I mean? Then we see, then drop a girl in there. He could have had all kinds of scenarios. Yeah. He chose that way because that's the foundation. Yes. Of this entire thing. That's right. That's it. So it we we can't keep watering that down, man. And as, as if you and I, I know a lot of people don't feel like they should walk around and say, "Hey, I'm Christian" or something like that because it puts a target on your back. But, and, but you have so many people that say it. And if you choose to, it's up to you. You know, wear your crosses, wear your shirts, and all of that stuff. If you're going to say it, it's something that comes with it. Now you're representing. Yes, that's it. That's it. And you have to remember that. And even even between you and him, you're, you're representing this. And you should be mindful of your behavior and, and what you consume when it comes to, to certain things. You know what I mean? That's That's something that... That just that's a little off subject, but that's something that you should be mindful of. And myself too, I can do better, you know, a lot better in that area. But as it pertains to marriage, man, you got to know what you're saying yes to. Yeah, now listen. You got to know what you're saying yes to. That's a fact. And and again, it goes back to: Are you willing to commit to this other individual, mm-hmm. to this lady, or to this man? Are you willing to commit? With husband and wife, because it's 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 not something that we we want to take lightly. It's it's a serious matter, where, like you said, it's that union that God has established, and we don't want to just make that union just something that is bound to just one piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? All it is is right. But okay, I'm gonna give you an example. Right? <clears throat> it's it's simple. If you get a budget, right, you write everything down on your budget, mm-hmm. you know the guidelines, but you never follow it, the budget is no good. It's just a piece of paper. It's the same thing. If you say you get married and you got this piece of paper, but you never go to and follow what God has set up as a union and how it's supposed to be done, all you have is a piece of paper. Because there's nothing there to hold you. Oh, you think that piece of paper going to hold y'all together? No. It's not. Not when it's viewed as just a piece of paper. Thank you. Not <laughs> when it's viewed as just a piece of paper. But it's a commitment to who? To the to the woman that you marry. But first of all, it's a commitment to God. Yeah. That's why he say, it was some of you saying about working. That's why he says... When you do stuff, do it unto the Lord. Yeah. And take labor out of what, what it means to perform, to work when it, as it pertains to relationship. If you look at it like labor, and if you got, if you have a bad relationship when it comes to working, period, you're going to look at that word work as it's always going to be attached to something that you don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? That's a fact. So, but, so if you, if you change that work into like, it's work for any type of relationship, but it doesn't have to be labor. But if, if you turn work to mean what it's supposed to mean, like you're supposed to feel good when you accomplish stuff. Cause the, the whole time, no matter what you're doing, if you're working on it, you're getting stuff done. You know what I mean? Right. I'm 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 contributing 
to a situation. I'm not just taking away. So when I'm participating, working is participating. It's not labor. That's just a different way to look at it. You that know is. I mean? That's a good way to look yeah. at it. Yeah. Because you think about it, you go back to the script, we're talking about yielding. It's producing something. So yeah. when you're working, you're producing something, right? Yeah. And, and you're making it, you're cultivating it so, hey, this thing can work together. And I'm, I'm liking this because you're producing something. Mm-hmm. So what you put in is you trying to produce. Oh, I'm trying to produce. But guess what? While you're doing that, you also building you up. Mm-hmm. And you're building her up. Mm-hmm. So you then you coming together as one union, all in God. Oh, man, this is a good thing. Oh, I like this. Even though, listen, I've been married for a while. You're going to have your ups. You're going to have your downs. But guess what? It's building something in you. And it's building something in her. Because it's up. It's down. She's learning you. For 30-something years, I'm still learning. Because when you stop learning, you're dealing. When you stop, think about it. A person stop learning, they just go dumb. Because you never... Continue to build up on the information that you already have. So when you stop learning, you saying to yourself and saying to everybody else, I know it all. Yeah. And like and another thing to add to that, whenever you're, if you're only doing something because of what you're receiving, the moment that you, you, you spend up, like if you're working just for that check, the moment that you spend that money, you can go to work the next day because you still got some of that check in your pocket. It's cool. I don't have a problem being here today. I'm straight. Right. The minute that money is gone, that's good. You return back to, uh, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. Just like some husbands and wives, a husband, she cook and she give them, give me something tonight. I'm cool. I'm cool. But when she upset with me and she ain't doing none of those things, I'm ready to go. Wow. Because you only involved in that relationship. For what you'll get. What you'll get. Man, I'm going to tell you, that's a lot going on. (laughs) That's a lot going on. Because you know what we do? We put ourselves in the center. And we just consider us. Yeah. And never consider, we consider me, 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 I, 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 I. Things should be happening for me, 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 instead of considering us as a as one because we want you to do this for me but then in return I'm not doing for you see that I gotta do for you for you to give me something see that's so so if, if, if that never happens just like you said hey look it's time to cut it off that's what people say. It's time to cut this off because you ain't you ain't producing. It's like that with all transactional relationships, though. After you buy a shirt from the store, you don't become best friends with the cashier. <laughs> it's purely transactional. So yeah. you know, after you after something transactional, you don't really feel like y'all got something. Y'all don't lock eyes and just fall in love because you sold me a shirt. You know what I mean? Right. So when you look at your wife or your husband that way. If, if it's purely transactional, you ain't 
my loyalty lies when these points roll, roll, run out right here. After these benefits run out of being married. That's deep. Man, that's just, man, that, that's, <laughs> and actually, that's a crazy thing. And actually, it's it's really sad. Yeah. It's, it's really sad. That we that society has come to that point to where it's a give and take. It's is you gotta give me, you gotta give for me to give to you. You know, it's just one of them things. The one of the one of the foundations of adult adulthood is is having a sense of responsibility, and and society. Knowingly or unknowingly, is trying to produce people that have a huge problem with responsibility. Anything is a drag because it's supposed to be all fun. And anything that you take the fun out of for somebody that's irresponsible, they don't want to be a part of. Mm. It's not attractive to me to have responsibility. You know, you pay your bills on time, commit to phone contracts and and mortgage payments when I can just go get a go get a high rise apartment and pay by month. You know what I mean? Or, or get a car note or rent a car for a little while just as I need it. You know what I mean? And 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 that goes into what we're talking about. The responsibility of a relationship mm-hmm. is a turn off to a lot of people. Yeah. It is. Being a parent is a turn off to a lot of people. Single fathers are the fastest growing geographic group, uh, not geographic group of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's one of the fastest growing groups in America. Wow. Single fathers. It's a sad day when women don't want to be mothers. You know, the foundation of parenting (laughs) is all based off of how women want to raise their children. Right. It's a sad day when women don't care about that. That, that, yeah. I'm with you. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm with you. But, but you look at that, how did that roll out, man? How did it, how did it, how did it even come about? Destroying that foundation that God specifically chose. To start this world off, and what see, and, and we go, we we always we talk about the we talk about the devil because that the bottom line is, whatever God has established, He wants to destroy. That that really, if you look at everything, that's the bottom line. But you know, we only care about the optics. So some people don't don't attach the devil to that because they don't see the. This fictitious uh, creature with the that's all red, yeah, yeah, with the horn on his head and the big ears. They we looking for him to come in there. Well, yeah, the devil didn't didn't cost me my marriage because it was uh, Von Shrika. I was talking to her and <laughs> yeah. and and she told me that my husband she seen my husband with another girl. That, that, yeah, because because the devil was in the mix of that. He 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 brought that. Yes, he brought that. He he helped him influence that decision. He helped her influence that decision. You know what I mean? It's not no care. You're not looking for that. You got to look at all oh, this is spiritual warfare. Yes, there's no picture of that. There's no picture of it. Ain't no movie. 
You know what I mean? It's you got to deal with it in the realm that we in. And and I like the way you say that. So think about this. This why it's no picture of it. And and just like you said, it's a spiritual warfare. So think about this. When 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 Eve, it said in the Bible that she she saw. She saw, right? Which that means it's a past tense of see. So she had already seen the tree before. It was there. Mm-hmm. But when she saw it, that means now when she saw it, past tense of see, she was able to visualize and say, ooh, man, that may be good. Same thing for men. Same thing for women. We see somebody go to the club. We see them. But then when we saw them, we now see them in a different light because now we start visualizing ourselves now with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could see myself with a, ooh, you see them hips? Boy, I could see myself, araya, araya. <laughs> I could see myself, ooh, girl, ride me, baby. Yeah. See, I could yeah. see it now. I visualize it. So now it becomes me. And I say, ooh, man, if I could just, man, if ain't nothing but 20 minutes with her. Minutes. Just give me ten. Look at the booty just da, 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 da. <laughs> See? Yeah. So now cause we saw her come through. We like ah but then we say, Man, what did you yeah. see? Woo. Yeah. yeah, let me think about that one. That's yeah. how it is. That's your apple. That's your apple. And that's why it's the spiritual warfare. Because now he has implanted that in your mind and in your conscience. So now you can he wants you to visualize. And once you imagine it, it becomes you. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want to do now. Yeah. Yeah, that desire takes over. Come on. Yeah. That desire good. takes over. Man, I really appreciate you coming, man. Bro, I appreciate you man, having me. I wish we could have talked about that all day, brother. I sure appreciate you, you having me, brother. Love you too, man. This has been another episode of Cut Different. Y'all let us know what y'all think about this very, very meaty conversation here we got for y'all that we served up today. Y'all let us know. Yes, sir. Like, share, comment, follow us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Hashtag Cut Different. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with your boy. These are my two cents. Spend it to save it. We out. Cut Different. That's pretty cool, bro. I like that. I like the ending. That's good. <laughs> Dude, that is pretty cool. This is my two cents. <laughs> I love that, man. That is so good, bro. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's different.